Alex, what has historically ruined your day? You're the kind of guy who is totally <laughs> optimistic. You have a lot going on for for your personal schedule. You're involved with a lot. You know a ton of people. But what, what can ruin your day in the course of, of carrying these things out? We're talking like pet peeve kind of stuff. Yes, but to the point of ruining ruining my day. day, not just setting oh. you back for a good ten. Today was a pretty tough day for myself. Uh huh. Not sure about ruination, but it was dang close. Well, I hope we're trying to we're trying to salvage it. Yeah. Oh yeah. At the moment. Um. And this is this question isn't about me, unless you want it to be. Give me all right. So you you described me as an optimist. I'm not sure if that's the best characteristic. I know you don't. I I would call it, you know, expect the worst. I always kind of expect the worst. So I'm oftentimes pleasantly surprised. In that way, I think you're a, an optimistic realist. <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely a realist. Yeah. You know, you don't romanticize I would, a whole lot. I would lot. tend to uh, call myself that. I romanticize media a whole lot. Nice. Yeah, that's Spe- a, a, a few specific TV shows. Like I, I think I kind of embellish them for sure, and I, th- I make them better than they actually are. But just because I, I don't know, for the TV shows I love, I try to like appreciate them as much as I can. But that's subjective too. It's almost yeah. like you're talking them up and giving yeah. them more of a legacy than what they have. Uh huh. Definitely. Definitely. Um. So, what are some things that ruin your day? Give me some examples. Do you have anything that like? came to mind what happened today um so i was working really hard with this one kid to get him to to basically overcome a hurdle yeah between him and graduating and the rest of his life great kid Uh really interesting personality um there were people even coming in the room the one day to basically tell him that they had passed certain things over the summertime and that they were able to move on to either the next level of coursework or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's just that kind of guy who he even hates the term popular, but he's kind of a, a wild card, if you will. Uh-huh. Works pretty hard. I think could work a little harder, to be honest, but um, stayed focused and helped to maintain a good team atmosphere because I was working with a small group of all boys. Couldn't, couldn't get over the hurdle. And I won't be specific as to what it is. And today was the day that he couldn't get get over the hurdle with me personally twice. Uh-huh. And that will ruin the day for me. As far Just as... Just like you were, you had high hopes. Like you were like, this is going to be it. We, he can do it. Let's go. Absolutely. And then like Throw you it. just let down. Oh, I, and not even let down with his performance, but rather was what, he, what I could have done more. And analyze as far as the problem. That that's uh-huh. a day ruiner, because that's my job. So, was this kid putting in like high effort? I'd say pretty high effort. Okay. But I don't think he needed to. It was more of an anxiety issue. Ooh. We st- we talked about a couple of different that's so tough. strategies. Yeah. That's it, so tough. And I know it had nothing to do with the overall instruction because my pass rate for everybody was exceptionally high, especially yeah. with students with special needs. Uh huh. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I think I can safely say that without ego. Yeah, good it just for you. A, it's a fact. It was yeah. great. It was a great Can't argue it. three sessions. We did three sessions. Writing. That's fantastic. Read, yeah. It was, thank you. Um, And I, I think more, that's a day ruiner because I'm frustrated with the process and the, the situation that 
I couldn't help him overcome. It's like a situation that you are heavily invested in personally. Absolutely. But in the end, you couldn't affect the outcome. That's 100% correct. That's it's a great breakdown. I, I understand that. Uh, day ruiner. Yeah, I understand that. I can see how that would be a day ruiner. That's frustrating. That being said, you're helping me bring it back to life. <laughs> I'm helping ruin your day all over again. <laughs> Look, helping if I, reinvigorate that hatred I try, me. I try to do that at least once a day with everyone I know. You know, that's a lofty goal, my friend. Yeah. But you're doing a great job So today. yesterday, yesterday <laughs> last night, someone, one of my friends texted me, and she was telling me something, and she was expecting a big reaction from me. Oh, no. And I just, I refused to get, I knew what kind of reaction she wanted. Why? She because wanted me to be like, oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. Good for them. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't do it. What? You ruined I don't know. I don't ruiner. know why I didn't do it. Just because... So, and this is some some uh, satisfaction with like I think like playing games, and part of part of the thrill and excitement of winning something is I like to call it uh, destroying someone's sand sandcastle. <laughs> so like Son this person bitch. texted me, you know they're building this sandcastle. They're like, okay. oh, he's gonna have a big reaction. That's gonna be that's gonna be the tall the tall spire on my sandcastle. It's gonna feel so good. We're gonna have this conversation. It's gonna be fan. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. She was so excited to text me, and then I just, I just, all I, I said, okay. You're a monster. And it was just like it was like Godzilla came in down, down on the beach and just stomped on it, and kicked a little sand in her face, and I felt bad afterwards. So d- did you? I apologize. I was like, I'm so sorry. I should. Why did I do? I'm. So, I shouldn't have done that. Is it because you didn't want to be manipulated? No, because I don't see that as manipulating. Because I text, I text people with like good news, and I want them to it, just because I want to share it with them because I enjoy their company, and I enjoy their presence, and I enjoy their reaction. Did your external reaction of okay match your internal reaction? No, no. I was actually, th- I actually thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, you're a dick. <laughs> I know I'm a dick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it, but for some reason, I got satisfaction out of not providing what was expected so you're you're better at knowing what's going to ruin someone else's day i think i'm pretty good at knowing what's going to ruin someone else's day that that's a and i think i try to like i pick and prod at all of my friends that's a keen skill it's a skill um it's a skill it's a thing it's not it might not be a it's probably detrimental fantastic word by the way big fan of that word it's decent what detrimental it's a decent word yeah it wasn't like nascent I used nascent just in the other podcast. I d- did I not? You sh- you should have been somewhat impressed with that. And it's you're infancy. An ing- you're an English teacher. Oh whatever. You're an Eng- hey, it's expected. Free rice, that that game free rice. Yeah. Oh man, it's just a simple vocab game. Freerice.com or whatever. Mm-hmm. They they don't sponsor us. <laughs> when uh. It but you can work at your own level. And yeah, once you cap yeah. out, you can still learn the different terms and get back to those. It it um circles or spirals you back. Really so good when uh when I was president of the Spanish Honor Society at my high school, mm-hmm. uh I did a game with all the Spanish classes where there was a competition to see who could uh, which class could get the most rice on freerice.com. Oh, because you can do it in other languages. Yeah. 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 Um, we did not get a lot of rice, <laughs> but I made it sound like we had a ton of rice. 
Oh, yeah, because you talked about the grains in particular. Yes, I talked about each individual grain. They enumerated the grains. Uh-huh. Nice. So I it, it ended up being like there were like 150 questions answered. Okay. But that's a lot of, that's like, when it comes down, when you're adding up grains of rice, it sounds like a lot. That's fair. It reminds me of, um, the, do you remember, do you remember that one comedian, Mitch Hedberg? Uh-uh. He said something along the lines, I'm sorry if I butcher this, rice is an awesome food if you want to eat like 10,000 or something. <laughs> he just had, he had yeah, the best yeah. deadpan delivery. That's funny. Super good. Yeah, it's funny when he says it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I hope it's funnier when he says it, otherwise. I hope so. Otherwise, his career might not be going that well. Well, he's since passed. Oh, man. Rest in peace. Or passed like he's not no, comedian he, anymore. No, he... Okay. He's not with us anymore. No. Poor guy. Moment of silence. Moment of silence. So, my com thing did not go well. <laughs> it's a great initiative, though. I tried. I announced it at the school assembly twice. See, that's why I think you're an idealist. Oh, no. I never thought... All right. The only reason I did this is because the teacher who was like the overseer of Spanish Honor Society. Yeah. She wanted me to she wanted me to do something. She was like, You got you have to do something. So I was like, All right, I'm gonna do this. I never expected people to do it. Why? Because we didn't offer any incentives for people doing it. You just won. You didn't get anything. Or no, no, no. They got to watch a movie in class. Do you suppose That was it, yeah. The winning class got to watch a Spa- a movie in the next Spanish class. Is is that considered Service hours? Maybe. That'd be messed up. Maybe. I'll it might. tell my students, you play an hour of this, I will s- literally in class where I can monitor you during a study hall, not yeah, anything yeah. of substance. Yeah. I will sign off on... No, you, you can't do that. You I think it would that. count. You you're, service? You're getting... You're feeding Africans. I think it goes to Africa, right? I believe so. Okay. It's through the UN, from what I understand. So. Oh man, so it's getting thrown away, isn't it? If it's I, through the UN, they're they're like, all right, yeah, this much rice, they scoop it out and then just throw it in the trash. I think it's taxpayer dollars that are already being <laughs> allocated for that, and I think it's just a gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a gimmick if it's UN operated. Yeah, that sounds. It's a waste of time. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't Not do a waste. Of, I don't, don't think do it's f- a waste of rice, though. Yeah, how much rice is there in the world? It's a lot, right? Lots of rice patties in China. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of rice in Hawaii. I know that. Oh yeah. Yeah, tons of rice. You get rice at McDonald's with your breakfast. Oh wow. Yeah, you do get. Do they terrace the land? Do they cut the thingies in the? It's like steps in the hills. To no. make more agricultural space. I don't know. Hmm. Never saw much. Patties. Never saw much agriculture in Hawaii. Huh. Saw some cows. Really? Yeah. Did it rain in Hawaii quite often? Like pop every up day. showers? Okay. Yeah, every day. I was under the impression that was the yeah, case. Yeah, it would rain for like I'd be outside talking on the phone and it would rain for like five minutes and then move. It would sprinkle for like five minutes and it would just go on past. Nice. Yeah. Do you ever notice that cows lay down in anticipation of rain? Can't say I have. Mm. It was a thing in, in Pennsylvania. Anytime you're traveling, saw the cows, you lying, cows down. lying down. Oh, it's gonna rain. You'd run into some rain in about huh. forty-five minutes tops. Wow. Yeah. Animals have a I weird th- connection to nature like that. Yeah, I thought maybe they were cl- clairvoyant when I was younger. Yeah. But absolutely, there's you know you know how they say that animals can detect earthquakes, tornadoes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They get kind of antsy Sheepish. or you know 
start freaking out, I guess. Yeah, they kind of get a little riled up by it. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. That happens. I, I mean, I see it. So, it, I saw it happen with my cats. You remember when uh, there was that earthquake in Virginia? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, nine, maybe? Oh, 10? 2010? Yeah. 11? Something like that. Yeah. I think um, it was actually in a faculty meeting. Okay. Unless that was a different one. I think there's only been one in my lifetime in Virginia. Okay. Um, But I was sitting, I was watching TV, and my cats just start freaking out. We had two cats. No, we had three. There were four cats at the time. Wow. I was trying to remember which house we were at. Um, a lot of kitty cats. Yeah, a lot of kitty cats. But all four of them just started going buck wild, just running around the house. And then I hear stuff starting, starting to shake, and I feel it starting to shake. And I'm like, what the hell did those cats just do? They must have knocked <laughs> over something. And then I was like, no, they didn't. There wouldn't be this much shaking. But And then I realized it was an earthquake. But those cats, like, 30 seconds before the earthquake started, were freaking out. I love how you thought they caused it. Oh, yeah, for like five seconds, I thought that they caused it. One of my favorite memes was, if the earth were indeed flat, everything would have been knocked off by cats already. <laughs> what do you mean, if it were flat? <laughs> Touche. Oh. But yeah, animals definitely, they have a weird connection. They can sense that kind of stuff. I don't know how. They do. And if you think about it, just the heightened sense, uh, well, I'm sorry, their heightened senses in general. Mm-hmm. Mankind is so frail and so disconnected from nature, it seems. Like, where is our heightened sense of such and such, other than reason? Yeah. You know, our instincts are not very fine-tuned. I think we've distanced ourselves from from nature far too long. And I think we're constantly distancing ourselves further. I tend to agree. I think there's some initiatives trying to bring it back to a more transcendentalist way of living, like, mm. you know, the tiny house yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. The yurts kind of popping up in... In the different places. My so sister joked for a long time that she was going to live in a yurt. Live in a yurt. Yeah. Particularly in my parents' backyard. They she look was, great. She was like, I'm just going to get a yurt. I can't afford apartments. I can't afford a house. This is ridiculous. Oh, it's so telling, though. It's um, so true. Yeah, it is. Ugh. For sure. Um, I have a small desire to start hunting. What Not. Kind? What'd you say? Go ahead. I'm not, I don't want to hunt because. Like, I think it would be cool or fun, which I'm sure it would be. I'm sure I'd find it, you know, this, like, new challenge, and I'd, I might get really invested in it okay. if I start decide to do it. But that's not my, like, reasoning for it. I'm not looking for a hobby. I just kind of want a way to connect myself more with the food that I'm eating. Because I, I go to the grocery store and buy a bunch of chicken. And here's what made me think of this, and I have a funny story attached with this. Uh, I recently had to take care of some a friend's animals just like one time because another friend was taking care of them but then that friend was having some a little bit small health issues so they they couldn't do it one evening so I went to go do it. It was good of you to help out. These animals were there was about a hundred chickens. Wow. Yeah. About a hundred chickens. I bet that's loud. Yeah. It's crazy. And also there was a rooster that was eyeing me. He was eyeing me. I didn't like that rooster. Did you show him your, the alpha? No, I was scared. You should flex on him. Fle- just stare at him and flex? And or? make some sort of rooster sound. Rooster inspired <laughs> sound. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't try that. Didn't yeah. try it, but maybe next time. Yeah. I mean, if he's really intimidating you, yeah. show him what's up. Yeah. The rest of the chickens, they like, so 
I didn't really want to feed the chickens. I was told that there were chickens there. The only reason I did it is because my friend needed help. I don't like chickens. They're very angry. They're ill-tempered from, from my dealings with them, and they smell horrifyingly bad. They're just kind of, they're pretty stupid. A like, lot of so them they are saw me. too. Really? Yeah. They saw me. I, I normally call chickens gen- genetically engineered meat birds, because that's essentially what they are. <laughs> they're, they're just produced and engineered to have giant breasts, unnaturally large breasts for their species. You're right. Large thighs. And just have a, as much meat on them as possible. Because that's what you eat. And also people at the gym. What? They're genetically engineered to have more meat on them, too. You're right. You're right. You know, Those people, with too. The, with the sops and uh-huh, all that. Uh-huh. Um, a little bit of TRT. Um, and my stepdad's thinking about doing TRT. Really? He's, yeah, he's looking into it. There's a couple um, different places around Richmond. Some antler juice, too? I don't know about Like the deer juice? I don't know about any of that. What Ray Lewis? Hell? Ray Lewis. Okay. Look up Ray Went Lewis. Went over sometime. my head. With the deer antler juice. Okay. Okay. Did that like... You it it helped tell, him. You want to just tell me about it now? Sure. Talking about? It, it helped him. <laughs> Apparently it wasn't illegal. And it helped him. It was basically HGH or some growth hormone. Mm-hmm. And um, it helped him repair both of his torn um, triceps. Wow. I mean, it was within the off season, I believe. It was in an an exceptionally short period of time for a person to be able to recover re- from that recover kind of injury and then perform in the way that he did and then murder people. No, and that, <laughs> but that that hasn't been proven. I shouldn't say that. No, no. Same with OJ. <laughs> Have you seen OJ's Twitter <laughs> no account? For that. Yeah, what the hell? How is that dude on Twitter? He's loving it. That's hilarious. He's only Americans would only we would embrace him. After yeah. all that. Yeah. After like 100, like, he did it. He did it. There's blood in his vehicle. On his shoes. On his gloves that apparently didn't fit. Yeah. I don't know. He did it. And have you ever have you ever seen that video? It's a really creepy video. He was like on some kind of like talk show or something. And he was like, someone was like, if you were to do it, how would you have done it? And he starts going into, he just kept on saying, like, hypothetically, I would. And he would and he would go into, uh, he was talking about it in third person. Like, oh, the murderer would do this and this. But a few times he slips up and he says, I. <sighs> oh, the murderer would go into the house and then I walked through and then the murderer did this. And it's like, what the hell? It's. Horrible. And did you see the the mini series on on that? Uh, the People versus OJ Simpson. Absolutely. I didn't watch it. I heard it was good, but it's it just good. wasn't. It's very good. I, I David Schwimmer's in it, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that the jury was thrown out so many times. I mean, people were uh-huh. dismissed regularly because of um, a strange, distant, and then made public connection with OJ. Wow. Or fascination with him as a right, football player. Right. Yeah. Dang. I mean crazy. The Heisman Trophy winner right there. And that's what he'll no doubt be remembered mostly for, right? Yeah, yeah. Incredible athlete. Great guy. Yeah. <laughs> Some of his stuff is actually funny. It's weird. It's weird. Um he did a show. He like did a I think it was called Juiced. 
instead of like it was like a punked style show like you just got punked except it was you just got juiced and there was an uh, there was like a bit that they did where he was pretending to be a car salesman he was trying to sell like the bronco oh no and like they it wasn't the bronco but it was like a bronco that they made look like the bronco did it have blood in it and he was uh i don't think it had blood in it but it had uh bullet holes in the back oh my god and he was like talking to these people who like knew that he was oj and he was like oh yeah i'm gonna use car salesman now let me tell you this car i think it's for you and then he tries to pitch him the you should you should watch it it's hilarious he has no clue that's absolutely tasteless. That's insane. It's one hundred percent tasteless. It's yeah. All right. Maybe I shouldn't be saying it's hilarious. Yeah, if it's funny, it, it's funny. It's funny. I mean, it's they're... funny, I guess. So I was feeding these chickens, and <laughs> <laughs> mostly ta- mostly tangents. Yeah, that's okay. mostly what this is. Um, I I didn't like it. I did not like these chickens. I walked out. Um, I tried to keep the dogs as close to me as possible because the chickens would run away from the dogs. So I was trying to get the dogs close. That's a smooth strategy. But when these chickens see a human, they know human gives them food. So they all gather around. There's a fence. There's like... It's a weird dichotomy of reaction. Like, uh, dog. All right, human. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though human and dog are usually together, I assume. Mm. Um... So there were, like, on the other side of this fence, there were, like, 90 chickens. And then there were, like, 10 other chickens scattered around. And then there was more in the barn. A hundred plus. I was, like, I I had to, the food was right on the other side of the fence. All I had to do was walk through the fence, get the food, put the food out, and walk out. But I didn't want to do that. Chickens are basically dinosaurs, modern day dinosaurs. I was going to call them, that's what I called them. Yeah, yeah. So, I end up walking all the way around the house, getting behind the chickens, and sneaking up to the food, so they didn't see me. But the second they heard that food bin open, they were all around me. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You got flocked. Yeah, I got flocked by the chickens. <laughs> and they all gather around me. Now I'm carrying the food. So they're all trying to get like to the food while it's in my hand. Oh, Like their chickens man. jumping over each other. I didn't like it. But the chickens were not as bad as the goats. The goats, I was trying to get like in and out of a barn door. I opened the door. And it swings out, so I like I pull the door open, I walk in, and I close the door behind me. I get the food that I needed out of there. I try to push the door back open. There are two goats standing on the other side of it, and I'm like, "Can you move?" And I'm like trying to like shove it a little bit. What, what'd they say? They didn't say anything. Weird. They just stared at me. That's so rude, you know? Yeah, Who does that? Rude. Who does that? I'm trying to push the push the door open, and they're just standing there. Like, they don't care that they're, they're being, like, pushed by a door. They're just standing there. They don't give two shits about it. Ornery goats. <sighs> don't like You had quite an like adventure. Animals. Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Luckily, I didn't have to do it the next day. Nice. Yeah. I did not want to feed more chickens. Now, was your friend faking sick so that you would actually do it? Because he or she hated it so badly that they needed to just tag hands. Unless, I mean, it's a possibility but they actually went to a hospital, so I don't think they did. Did you witness them going to the hospital? No, but I saw the hospital band. Okay. Well, that's a little more legit. They could have ordered it on Amazon. <laughs> you never know. I think you can order pretty much everything on Amazon, so I believe it. No, I can or- you can order everything, right? It's what a good can- alibi. What, what can't you order on Amazon? 
Maybe I should get like like a ten pack of those hospital live, bands. Live entertainment. That might be it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Go ahead, go ahead. Hospital bands. What if you ordered like ten hospital bands off of Amazon? And then you just use that as like a get out of jail free card whenever you needed it. Like, hey, I I really need you to come to work today. Send them a picture of your hospital band. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't I can't make it. Is that okay? Yeah, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Who's gonna say no? That's messed up. I like it, it a lot. <laughs> Someone else try it and let me know how it goes. Okay, deal. Okay. Okay. No one's listening to this, so. Mm-mm. Not a damn soul. <laughs> so, the other day we started talking about the John Jones fight. Yes. What we did not talk about was was the John Jones drama. So I looked this up. Oh, you back. researched. Sorry, yeah. I wanted your initial reaction. What what is? Okay, what do so, you think? So he claims not to have known about the charges. He claims not to have known about the charges and that the charges are false. Okay. So recently he just posted bail. Yes. So that which I, was three hundred bucks. Right. Um. I guess I need to dive more into the story. Could I hear what you know about it in addition to what I have read? So wha- I know it's about battery of a stripper. Not a stripper, a waitress at a strip club. Ah, see, uh, this is what. I'm glad I'm getting the, the real story. So apparently John Jones was at a strip club in April, and he was kind of like hitting on this waitress, asking for lap dances, but she was like, oh, I'm a waitress. We we don't give lap dances. Um, But the whole night he was, like, flirting with her. And then he started, like, hitting her on the butt or stuff. Um, according to her, he slapped her in the genitals. That's awful. That's awful. If true. If true. Um, apparently he picked her up and put her in a chokehold. And then picked her up from off the floor, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah. When did she report this? Was it the same evening? It was in May. So uh, the incident is reported to have happened in April, reported in May, and then the the uh, they put in like a r- the wrong address. So John Jones didn't learn about the charges until because it kept bouncing back according yes. to the article. Yeah. Okay. That's what I read. Hmm. So what do you think? Well, is this the old John Jones? Is he up to his old annex? I think that's a trap to say either way, you know? Yeah. Because if you say no, the allegations, you know, there's a big gap of time in between, then people associated with the Me Too movement will be very upset that you're victim blaming or victim shaming or not giving credence Denying. to the situation. Right. Um, but there's some common sense that needs to be associated with this. Yeah. I mean, the truth is that I don't know what happened. You don't know what happened. Most Correct. people don't know what happened. That'd be a very, that'd be a shame if that happened. Just for the safety of the woman, for the I would her integrity and decency. I mean that that's horrifying. That is terrible. Absolutely. Absolutely terrible if true. And it, you know, that kind of stuff it does happen. Um. And it sounds like it's kind of John Jones's character that he showed before. I mean that. And I'm a big John Jones fan. You know I'm a big John Jones fan. Absolutely, I was gonna say from the other side of things, logically it makes sense. But you know that kind of goes back to our conversation about, um, I think last podcast 
is it fair to judge someone based on the precedent that they have set for themselves? Right. Or do they deserve each time a renewal of character? So, like, you know what else could have happened? Uh, John Jones is in a strip club, and he's, you know, talking to the waitress, and then she finds out, oh, this is a, this guy's a multi-millionaire. This guy's the UFC light heavyweight champion. This guy has a history of bad of doing bad shit. Now then, what if I can just I am not make up a story, right? And you know, I'll I'll take him to. This will be a lawsuit, and he'll probably just try to settle out of court and get me to shut up, and I'll get a I'll get a nice little paycheck out of this. It's fair. You do have con- have to consider both sides. That's a possibility. If you're, even, I'm not saying that's what happened. Right. I'm just saying that's what could have happened. What also could have happened is that she's 100 percent telling the truth, and John Jones was a piece of shit one night. Right. In accordance with his former self. Yeah. Sounds or his right up his alley. Persona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which would be disappointing for many reasons. Obviously, for the harm done to the woman, and then. The harm, the self-harm that John's doing to himself. Yeah, it's like, I've, I've stuck behind John Jones through so much shit, through so many controversies, and... With drug use, specifically? Drug use, performance-enhancing drug use, the, the hit and run, it seemed to me, even, even back in the day, you know, this was a kid who won... The UFC championship. He became a world champion at 23 years old. And he was already a dude who liked to party. He liked to have a good time. And when that kid has money, success, fame, and ego, that's a dangerous combination. We've seen seen it happen so many times with young stars. I think, you know, that's what a lot of media tries to convey. As a warning sign. Uh-huh. I don't want to go back to literature, but, you know, with the pride <laughs> the pride of the tragic hero and all that. I mean, it is a time-honored tradition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's a shame. But, yeah, you're right. I and stuck behind him through all that because I was like, you know what? He's just he's trying to find his way. Well, and and this past time, I thought he finally found his way and despite Al- setbacks. Seriously, Alex, if we're being honest and we look at everything that goes into those those things happening, if we were put in that situation... There's no way that we would be able, right now, without having been put in that situation, there's no way that we would know that we wouldn't make just the same decisions because of the cause and opportunity behind it. Right, There's no way. We have no idea how our psyche would react to that situation. As a younger person, I would have never sided with that. That would have never crossed my mind Uh at all. Um, You know, not having empathy for somebody who makes actively bad decisions. Right. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't have sided with that at all. But I think... Maybe certain certain decisions that he has made are a direct result of addiction that he's continually struggling with. Yeah. This situation, I'm not gonna say that that's associated with that. So we don't know this, enough about it, and that's not fair. This to me would kind of feel the same way you felt with the kid you were just talk you were talking about earlier. Okay. It feel like I feel like I've been behind this dude for years, and then. It's not like he doesn't make it because he gets hit hit so hard that he gets knocked out and his clock gets rocked. He doesn't get outfought. He just screws up. Just self-saboteur. Yeah. And it would disappoint me so much if this was true. I think to a degree we all self-sabotage. And 
a lot of the different reasons probably go back to um, a lot of people are afraid to do well. They're afraid of success. They're afraid of the responsibility, the prestige, the expectations that go along with it. Yeah, I think that I used to do that. A lot a of people lot. do. Absolutely. A lot. I think I've, especially in the last year or so, I've really decreased. Um, just this year in particular, I think I've decreased it. Good for you. That's a tough cycle to break. Yeah, I've been trying. Um, And I think I've made made progress and i think i need to re-educate myself on what exactly self-sabotaging is um and just like look at what what are common practices of people who self-sabotage absolutely well i mean even so i can look for that in myself that's a good call um you're the kind of person who reflects on things too You, you try to i think improve yourself all the time which i really respect about you but also with, you know, self-sabotaging, waiting till last minute to do things is so common for a lot of us. And there's... Yeah, literally, I, I was talking about the yeah. speech that I didn't start until but 11.35 when it was due at midnight. And, but some of that's thrill-seeking because of boredom. And some of that's also, I, I don't want to say low self-esteem, especially because you put yourself out there with an example. Because I don't, I don't think that's the case with you. Uh-huh. Especially because you're such a pompous a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> but also, um, you know, not really knowing yourself. I don't know. I see a lot of students who self-sabotage because they've never really tried or had success. Yeah. So they're they're scared of that unknown territory. Mm-hmm. And ass-kissing, too. You know, I mean, they don't want to feels... do remedial tasks because they feel right, as though they're right. above it. And most of the time, you know, they're too smart for it. But the day-to-day... You know, the, the dedication, you've said this before, that most of education is showing up, putting forth the effort, and um, um, doing those smaller skills as far right. as memorizing a set of information, unfortunately, and then applying it. Yeah, I mean, and it's what I think is the most, for me at least, it's the like the un- uncharted territory kind of thing. I understand. It's so much more comfortable just like, no, all right, I'm, if I do this, I'll get a B. Yeah. So much more comfortable than thinking, if I do this, I might get an A. And there's also... Which is counterintuitive, because if you might get an A, then if you think like, oh man, yeah, I put a lot of effort into this, I might get an A on this, there, then you might get a, you're probably going to get a B plus, you know? There are two other things that are associated with that even. And one is taking that risk of, especially when you don't put forth full effort, you have total control over your success. You know what the outcome is because you control it. Mm-hmm. You don't take that risk of right, failure. Right. You fail yourself. And a lot of younger people like to gravitate toward that. You you can't tell me nothing sort of a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Men and younger men and women. Doesn't matter who it is. It's like you were talking about on like the first day of class. Absolutely. Like who are you? You don't mean anything to me. Right. You can't tell me nothing. Right. It's teach me yeah. if you can. Yeah. Yeah. Teach me if you can. And the <laughs> opposite side of that, too, is um, I've had, you know, I, I've taught victims of different styles of assault and um, horrifying family situations. And they don't, frankly, they've been misused as a person and treated like a thing for, a thing for so long that they don't deserve, they believe that they don't deserve to do well. Yeah. Because yeah they have been told and shown that they are part and parcel to somebody else's world and they don't have control. 
they don't have ownership and they shouldn't have pride and they shouldn't have self-respect because they're nothing. Well, it's also for a lot of people, I think that it is that they've told themselves that they don't deserve success. Absolutely. Other people around them might be telling them that they deserve success and like you are, you know, you have you have promise you can do it like but they don't think that they deserve it. They don't think that they're a good person. I think that's true with so many people. Absolutely. And especially because of the the false comparisons with other people. Now with this, you know, online lifestyle. Uh-huh. It, it's constant, um, you know, pick the best photo of yourself or degrade someone else by, you know, posting right. an unflattering snap of them or something along those lines. Right. It's like if you're in a constant comparison. Yeah. One of the bitchiest things that I think exists is like if you take if you got four girls or just two girls, let's just take two girls. And they take twenty pictures at a at a concert and then one girl posts the picture that she looks the best in but the other girl looks the worst in. Just so they look better by comparison. I've also seen with weddings. I've seen it. The bride picking a great dress and forcing the bridesmaids to wear something ridiculous or an off-putting color. Yeah, yeah. Is that what is that so what you've strange. decided to do? Yeah, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Color is navy. That fits anybody's skin tone, but safe color, safe color for sure. Safe color, but also um, we al- we also said pick which outfit suits you and your body type and uh-huh. your personality. So there's a color palette suggestion but we're gonna have different shades of navy different styles of dress Uh different lengths so and some suits too one of my friend's sister is getting married soon um getting married in august i think and her and her sister they got their bridesmaid dresses and what they did was they had um they went on the same like they went to the same place and they were picking out the same color so it was the same brand same color, just different styles. Cool. So they could pick the style that, you know, best suited them, you know? That's very nice. Yeah, I think that's a great concept instead of getting the same dress for everyone. Well, it doesn't, you know, the same dress doesn't... It doesn't crap. work for everyone. Also, the same dress for, you know, the same dress three times in a row, it's it's just going to look worse each time you see it. You know, it, first girl walks down the aisle. Right. It doesn't matter if that's the girl the dress looks the worst on. The next time you see it, that dress ain't going to be as good. No way. (laughs) Never thought about that. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) I think there are some strange traditions. So you're... Harking back to... Yeah. One-upping one another. Yeah. So you're getting married soon. I am. You just had a bachelorette weekend, correct? (laughs) I did. I did. In Pennsylvania, of all states. Pennsylvania, yeah, the good old PA. (laughs) It was awesome. Was there some wild shit? (laughs) Um, No, there's some funny shit. So I have co-maids of honor. Actually, one's a a maid of honor, one's a matron of honor. Because she's married and has kids. Huh. Kind of cool. I had no idea that was a thing. I still just say co-maids of honor. Yeah, that's easier. People know what it is. Um, We had a blast. So we basically got to our destination, and it's our old stomping grounds where we went to college, and uh-huh. weather was fantastic. Drive up was pretty crazy. I didn't have AC in, and um, 
so it was five hours to get to my first destination, and then we were heading up north. <clears throat> and that was an additional three hours, so I had That's AC in a that. long trip. I had to have the windows down, of course, and I got yeah. sunburned. Oh. Uh, it was really uncomfortable. Long story. Crap car. Broke right before I went. Oh. Um, so we had a great time once we got there. And the girls dropped me off in the hotel lobby at the bar. And they said, here's my card. You know, get whatever you want. And they told the bartender to take care of me. I was like, oh, man. Bourbon on the rocks, baby. Got to right. start off right. Yeah, start off strong. So I had uh, a little sip of Woodford. And All right. All right. went out um, to look at the at the water, the body of water we were the on. body of water. So I stood in the shade. There was very little shade to be found. Turns out it's biker weekend. It's a bike week. <laughs> and it's great. You never really encounter issues with um, biker groups. Yeah. For the most part. If it's yeah. a bike week situation. It's kind of like the ethos behind Metallica fans. Uh-huh. They're like the nicest people. If you get injured in the mosh pit or somebody's taken advantage of, Metallica will either stop a concert or the people in the crowd will lobby for help. Right, right. Good people. So looks can be deceiving. Yeah, yeah. Needless to say, we pretty ran... Re- pretty respectful people. We ran into some characters over All the weekend. Right. It was awesome. I ended up actually inviting this one um, heavily tattooed and mustachioed man to the wedding, actually. Is he coming? <laughs> I hope so. That'd be awesome. He's part of a band. And my crew of ladies was like, I can't believe you effing did that. And I said, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's just me being me, right? <laughs> and they said, no. Like, they're a band. Maybe they thought you were inviting them to play and were expecting a paycheck. To which I replied, oh, fuck. Oh, God. Shit, maybe you're right. That would be that'd be so funny. So that's like the worst story, and I don't know the ending to the story yet. Yeah, did you? You didn't like clarify with him. Um, the next day we didn't really talk about it because he was staying in the same hotel. Uh huh. And we were all up on like VIP lounge level. Uh huh. You know, yeah. It was awesome. It was so cool. So everybody has a complimentary breakfast up there. That's nice. And hors d'oeuvres, complimentary hors d'oeuvres. Gluten-free complimentary breakfast? You know, you have to work around it. You have to work around it. So we had a great time with that. Good. Yeah. The night before, um, (laughs) it was our last night there. So we spent the weekend. We did Friday, Saturday, into Sunday. And one of my friends went up to the DJ we ended up walking downtown a couple miles, actually walking back. Mm-hmm. And then we ended the evening just at the hotel bar and it was an outside bar, you know, DJ playing this nice. guy. This guy's nice. like 65 years old. DJ John. He sets up his DJ John, his situation. And it's all CDs, like <laughs> about 2000 <laughs> CDs all lined up. And I looked at my friend. I was like, we're in for a long oh, night. Wow. I couldn't have been more wrong. This guy had new music. He was such a delight. My um, One of my co-mates of honor went up to him, said that I was getting married, and that that day was my birthday, too. So he announced it, and right at midnight, everybody sang. Everybody did a, a toast and wow. a cheers. We were out there breaking it Happy down. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. <laughs> One more year. Um it was a blast, but it was it was a manageable, low-key blast. It wasn't strip club, you know, don't remember the night. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, walking without your heels in the middle of downtown sort of a night. It was it was badass. Yeah. I had such a good time. It wasn't like the hangover style badass, but I mean, it was... That's what I was asking for, but yeah. So you were highly disappointed <laughs> from the sounds actually, of it. I specifically, yeah, never mind. I won't even go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk when the we'll talk when the microphones. I off. have a feeling that's wise. Yeah. Um, KG gave me full reign to do whatever, and said, "Hey, if you girls end up in a strip club, it's all good." And I was like, uh, 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 "I think uh, I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm good." What's a what's good a to pen- know? What's a Pennsylvania strip club like? That's maybe the reason that we were good. Yeah. 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 It can't be high quality stuff there. Um, I know that my co-matron of honor said that um one of her current co- well I shouldn't say colleague because she's a high level medical professional mm-hmm. and this person is not so a person she works with but not a colleague. Okay. She said that she's part of the the stripping scene locally. And it's to a provide local, for her local family. practitioner? Baby daddy, <laughs> local practitioner of the dance. Uh, baby yeah. baby yeah. daddy's not around, and she doesn't want to take him to court, so yeah. this is her this is her, her recourse for that. Yeah. All right. Well. You do what you can. Yeah, do what you can. But that's and one more reason that we didn't want to go out. You know, I didn't want my co-matron of honor to see. Bump into. Yeah. Oh, that'd it be so been, awkward. But it would have been worse for the lady working. Yeah, that... That'd have to be, I don't know. I don't know. That like I feel like that might be really empowering for the right personality. You think? Yeah, just like, oh, I'm up here, and I look I look good, and these people want to watch me dance. That's got to feel, feel good to some people, right? I can definitely say that that's at least how the strippers in Vegas <laughs> approached it, seemed to approach it. Or trick themselves into approaching it. Yeah. If in reality you don't have any like actual, I like that pause actual there. skills or anything, you know. Yeah, I guess that's a skill we can. You can be more put that on a resume. <laughs> Exotic dancer. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could even say self-employed entrepreneur. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Or do you have to list your pimp as your employer? It's not a pimp. No, it's not a pimp. Come on. No, I you the. The one person in Vegas in particular who's getting paid, um, people are actually paying her in poker chips too, which was interesting. Yeah, I thought that was fascinating because you can yeah. definitely cash it out. It's the same at the end of right, the night. So right. if you don't have cash on you, I thought that was weird. And they didn't exactly make it hail and, and throw them at her. Uh-huh. You know, she... Yeah. It was interesting. It was an interesting situation, but she was more of a go-go dancer style, just kind of uh-huh. moving, grooving. I respected it. That's got to feel like pretty badass to like slip someone on a poker chip like that. The guys look like they were having a really good time. Yeah. Who were doing it. Yeah. I'm sure. They weren't being, um, no, I d- you know, I don't know how people feel about stripping, but they weren't going over the top and being out of line from what she expected. Right. So that's good. Yeah. That's, that's a good. bonus. Yeah. Be a proper patrons, you know. Have you, um, have you ever been? Never once, no. Okay, that's good. Me yeah. neither, actually. Yeah. I got tricked into going to one one time. Yeah? My friend, John, also. Name of the DJ, name of the friend. John, this is in upstate New York. Okay. So you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, place called Paradise? 
Okay. I thought it was a bar. And they said, hey, let's go to a bar. There were just three of us hanging out. <laughs> and uh, I said, yeah, I'm down. You know, we weren't driving. It was good. Right, right. So it looked pretty cool from the outside. Tons of cars. I was like, dang, this is banging. Yeah, this is popping. Let's go. All the right. The music sounded great. I was uh-huh, like, yeah, uh-huh. this is going to be a good good weekend. Pop in. There is a bar right when you walk in. So I started ordering a drink. I'm like, what do you guys want? They walk away. Totally leave me there. You say, what do you guys want? And they're like, her. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much how it went down. I, w- I was I was pretty pissed because I specifically, they had brought it up casually in conversation before. Uh-huh. And it's not like they were getting a free ride out of me. I don't know why they dragged me along. They could have done that any other time. Yeah, maybe just maybe just get the enjoyment of tricking you into going. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That's actually a good that point. That sounds like something I would do, I'm going to be honest. But we already established that I'm a, what was it, pompous a-hole? Pompous a-hole. Yeah. Manipulative. Manipulative. Sometimes for good. Sometimes for good. Yeah. Normally not. Normally not. Normally not. From your stories. I mean, come on. Let's be real. Yeah. I try to be manipulative for good. At least my good. (laughs) 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 That's horrible. I thought I set that up rather nicely. It was so ironic. I loved it. (laughs) Is that the tea? That's the tea.